Hey guys, Tom Laird, voice of advice from a call center geek, CEO at Expedia. Hey, the podcast is brought to you by Expedia Interaction Marketing. We are a 600-seat call center outsourcer. I would love to talk to any of you looking to outsource any of your customer support or your sales functions, looking for political calling or, or just some extra overflow during the holiday season. If you are looking for any type of USA outsourcing support, hit me up. You guys know my LinkedIn. I'd love to talk. This is Advice from a Call Center Geek, a weekly podcast with a focus on all things call center. We'll cover it all from call center operations, hiring, culture, technology, and education. We're here to give you actionable items to improve the quality of yours and your customers' experience. This is an evolving industry with creative minds and ambitious people like this guy. Not only is his passion call center operations, but he's our host. He's the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group and the call center geek himself, Tom Laird. Welcome back, everybody, to Advice from a Call Center Geek. My name is Tom Laird. I'm the CEO of Expedia Interaction Marketing Group. We are a 500-seat call center outsourcer located here in beautiful Pennsylvania. Super excited about today's episode, guys. I think this is going to be a thought-provoking, really cool episode that we've been kind of putting together for a little bit of time. Before we get into that, the new book is out. As we talked about last week, we are now kind of past that free period. So if you didn't take advantage of that, the five days of free uh, Kindle downloads, um, right now the, the book is still super cheap, right? It's it's $3.49 for a Kindle uh, version, and I believe it's $12.99 for a paperback. You could find that on Amazon. It's called More Advice from a Call Center Geek, not to be confused with Advice from a Call Center Geek. So again, if you like the podcast, if you like the first book, you're going to love this one. It's more games, uh, more thoughts on attendance, more thoughts on retention, more things on culture. Uh, I think we did a really good job with it. Excited about it. So please, if you get a chance, kind of check it out. If you have downloaded it or if you do read it, I'd love to, to have a review. We don't have any reviews yet. I mean, it's only been a week old or a week out on Amazon. So if you could do that, I would appreciate it. And also, if you could do me one favor and press pause on the podcast if you're listening to this on iTunes, please go post a review. Uh, I would love to hear what you guys are saying. We haven't had a review in uh, in over a month, so if, I know there's a lot of you listening because our listening, our listenership, I guess, is is going way up. We're almost at nine thousand downloads. Uh, we're getting about four to five hundred listens or people listening per episode, per week. So. Again, I know you guys are listening. I appreciate it. If you could please, please, please just take five seconds and post a review, I would I would really appreciate it. All right, let's talk about the future here. Last episode, we talked about the past, right? We talked about where, we, where I came from, where we came from. So let's talk about 10 things or 10 concepts that we think are going to be happening to the contact center industry in the next five years. So this is your, your roadmap to the future. How did I get these? Well, as a lot of you guys know, on the Nice and Contact ICVC board, um, which is their visionary council, I get to kind of see a roadmap of of looking out, uh, looking out for you know eighteen months, two years, and then you know even looking out a little bit beyond that. So some of it has come from some of the things that I see that are being worked on in the industry. Um, other things are are being kind of uh, I guess evolving from what we already have, which, you know, I'll, I'll kind of talk about from more of the, the analytics standpoint. And some of this is just kind of what customers are asking for. So when we start hearing that, um, we know that there's kind of a trend going into, into a certain way. So let's talk about, I guess, Tom's top 10 changes in the contact industry for the next five years. So 
we're going to kind of say this is what the call center or the contact center industry is going to look at or look like in the, in the year, you know, right around 2025. So five, six years from now. It's crazy. It's already uh, September of 2019, going to 2020. All right. The first one is our routing. And how we route now is, is has evolved, right, from, you know, just the longest wait time to skills-based routing, you know, trying to find the best agent for the best customer based on a skill set. Well, now we're going to move beyond that. And I, I have a full podcast already talking about predictive behavior routing, which is something that is actually here now and, and is evolving, where basically it's going to take uh, profiles um, personality profiles of your customers as they're calling in, personality profiles of your agent, and actually route calls based on perfect matches to personality. So that's kind of kind of bizarre and crazy, uh, but it takes things to a whole new level. So, you know, for example, you have a customer who he doesn't really like the frills. Maybe, you know, I'll use the New York City stereotype. He just wants to, to get his account balance or, you know, wants to make a transfer or has a quick question and that's all he wants. He doesn't want the fluff. You know, you know you have agents that are like that too, right? That might not have that you know, that full rounded, uh, you know, nicety customer service, but do a really good job, get right to the point, get the customer the right information all the time. And we're going to route those people together because through some analytics, through some AI, through some a lot of uh, you know servers that are that are listening to your customer, listening to not only what they're saying but what they do on your self service, they're going to understand what type of customer this person is, and they're going to route them to the same way. You know, the same thing that's going to happen is with analytics, and we talk about sentiment and sentiment routing. So, you know, instead of, and I think that this is closer than than even you know really a full kind of blown rollout of of predictor, predictive behavioral routing. Is, is looking at sentiment. So instead of just saying, you know, the best agent for the best skill available, you know, looking at who is the who is the highest positive sentiment score out of the agents that are available. So that's going to be a another, I guess, profile that you're going to be able to set up that's going to take the analytics, understand who is your, I guess, quote unquote, nicest agent, um, and, and be able to actually route calls based on, on customer and then, or I guess, more specifically, agent sentiment which I think is is pretty cool. All right, so number two is the security enhancements that you'll find in the contact center. A lot of these are here now, but they're not widely adopted. You find them more in, in a financial services world when you're calling for your credit card information or you're calling a credit union or a bank. I think you'll see a, a real widespread rollout in, in the costs going down for one for voice authentication Right, so number one, that's going to enhance your customer experience by not having every single time to verify those three or four pieces of information. We're just going to be able to understand and, and feel the voice and understand what the, who that customer is based on their voice, um, and that that goes with that routing piece that we just talked about too. But anyway, from from a voice authentication standpoint, you're going to see that you know really become prevalent next five years, and also the and we're going to talk about real time analytics because that's a whole nother. Um, I guess another, that's number nine on my list, but basically look, listening for flags and analytics, especially some of the higher end, more expensive analytics can do that. So, you know, specific things like if a customer is calling and they want to change their address and have a new credit card sent out, right? In real time, those things can be flagged for fraud and we can do a couple more pieces of authentication or a couple more things on the call to make sure that that customer is is really who they are. 
So I think you're going to see a lot of security enhancements that become kind of second nature to everybody. And they're not just in that kind of top 10% of, of enterprise customer that you kind of see now. So number three is really the, again, I think it's something that we have now, but the, the rollout and the widespread use of omni-channel and specifically really looking at less voice and more chat and more advanced chat and even moving into some video customer support. So you might see your voice calls are about the same, but how they get initiated is going to change. So more customers are using email, more customers are using chat. You're going to start to see customers that are going to be using chat, maybe be confused, ask for a phone call for PCI compliance. Maybe we have to you know, have that phone call to, to not have the, the digits of the credit card number in, into the chat portal, which I know a lot of uh, customer support organizations use, and that's kind of right now one of the main uses of, of Omnichannel. So you're going to see more chat-initiated voice, I guess, if that's kind of how we want to say it. You're going to be able to start to see a little bit of augmented reality that's going to happen in your chat because more websites are going to start to have that, right? So when a customer's on the website and they're looking at something really cool on a customer's website, they're going to just want to chat as they're looking at that. We're then going to be able to you know, do some co-browsing and kind of show them some things on that website as well. So it's going to be a more interactive experience. And I think with chat, you get that feel a little bit more because, you know, they can be doing multiple things. Not to be saying you can't uh, you can't do that with voice, but at least with chat, you're kind of doing a presentation format, right? So where you're, you're kind of showing and you're you're manipulating the screen, you're manipulating their, their experience a little bit. So I think a little bit, I don't want to say less voice, but less, um, you know, voice-initiated calls and, and more from an omni-channel standpoint of that's going to really become a, a, a really important piece of it is not just having a multi-channel contact center, but really having an omni-channel where you can initiate all kind of different channels and kind of keep all that information under one umbrella. Number four is really cool. And I don't know if we'll see it in the next five years, but I think you'll start to see it in about 2024, 2025. And that's really the the IoT or the Internet of Things customer service. There's a lot of different ways that this thing can go and people, how they're starting to look at it. You know, number one is is kind of bots talking to humans. You know, instead of humans talking to bots, let me just explain that because I know that's kind of confusing. But let's just say you have a freezer, right, or your refrigerator, and it notices that there's it needs an update or something's wrong. It's not sure what's wrong. It's going to be able to initiate a phone call to either customer support or it's going to initiate some type of um, API interaction that's going to ask, you know, what the problem is. And a lot of times there's going to be a human on the other end that's going to be able to actually, quote unquote, help the bot or be able to upload some type of data to fix that problem. You know, you're starting to see this with the Alexas, right, with the series to be able to use those type of tools instead of your phone, right? So using the speaker for customer support. Uh, those speakers, those type of, of tools are going to be embedded um, into a lot of the different products that we use. So you're not just going to be able to use your phone for customer support, but really um, to be able to initiate customer support actually using the actual product or having the actual product um, kind of talk to customer support, fix things on their own, you know, through kind of a bot-to-bot chat um, or even a bot-to-human chat where a human can kind of intervene with that that piece of technology. So that's something that's coming. Pretty cool. But that's kind of just the normal evolution, I think, of, of where we are from a technology standpoint. Number five is, is I think, you know, we're starting to see this now, but it's the, it's the conversion into the cloud for contact centers. 
the the big servers, the big uh, you know PBXs that you see, you know those have pretty much already gone away. But from a server standpoint, from a premise-based solution, those type of contact centers are going away. The the cloud is really where things are starting to evolve, where you have so much more flexibility from even even having at-home agents, from having customers and. And for you know, for us having clients being able to to listen to to their agents that are on our that's on our platform from anywhere in the United States, they can they can blind monitor. They can actually pull up a, a portal and look at uh, what's going on in their program. So, you know, the cloud has really evolved the contact center. Fortune 500s are moving to the to the five nines to the nice and contacts of the world. You're starting to see Amazon. You'll start to play around in the contact center space. Apple play around in the contact center space. So, you know, things are really moving rapidly in the in the cloud. Technology is moving rapidly there too, and there's just a speed to market, right? That you don't have to upgrade a server. It's literally instantly where things are are changing before your eyes. There's some sometimes, you know, we we will know about upgrades, but you know, you you go to bed or you you log off your computer one night at, at six o'clock at night come in the, the next morning and there's there's so much more functionality that's just been added for, for really, I don't want to say no cost because you're paying for it, but, you know, in, it's instantly there. So it's, it's really cool. And I think, you know, you'll see a, a total cloud adoption. That's really why the, you know, the nice company who is very premise-based you know, went out and purchased it in contact, right? They see where things are moving. They see where things are going. So they've taken really all of their awesome premise-based solutions and products and other they're slowly evolving them into the cloud. So that's, you see, it's a kind of a win-win for, for both organizations. But I think you'll see some of that too, especially from, you know, some of these, these more premise-based solutions or companies that are, that really are now, I don't know, we say start to panicking a little bit, but understand that they need to, they need to move to the cloud. All right. Number six is we're, again, we're starting to see this now, but the, the really, the, the use and the evolution of the AI chatbot, you know, currently, you know, I'm a. I go back and forth, and you know, you guys have, that have listened to the podcast have heard me. You know, kind of talk about the chatbots, and there's a lot of different ways that you can use them. You know, really, I I don't see the difference right now with the technology between using it kind of as an IVR, right, to take you down a path. Uh, but you're going to start to see that go away, and really, the technology and the learning of of what you're doing specifically as a customer, and what all customers are doing as a whole, for the AI to really start to predict, you know, what your problem is to predict, you know, how to fix some of those things. So the technology is going to start to catch up, right, a little bit from the self-service model. So, again, you're going to see the IVR. IVR usage is going to go way down in the next five years, and you're going to see chatbots really start to become that model because everybody's using their phone. Everybody wants to text. You know, the IVR is kind of a painful voice solution when you can do things pretty quickly, especially if the technology is there from from the chatbot standpoint. Number seven, sticking with kind of the AI you know, the AI really having an influence, and it is starting to now, but having the influence in workforce management in real-time WFM, you know, moving agents in and out of different skills based on different, um, you know, routing techniques, whether you're doing a, a, a sentiment routing, whether you're doing a skills-based routing, whether you're moving to a, a, a predictive behavior routing, understanding service level and understanding those metrics, but now kind of tying in those newer metrics of, of sentiment scoring, understanding the customer journey a little bit more and, and really tying the right rep, you know, with the right customer. And that's really hard to do as a human being, right? When things are flying at you and there's thousands of calls moving. So, you know, the AI from the WFM is, is an awesome tool and that's going to be continuing to evolve. And I think that's going to be probably one of the main areas that you're going to see AI really start to influence the, the contact center world.
All right, number nine is advanced analytics. Analytics continue to move on down the road. The next big evolution will be real-time analytics. And while some very, maybe 1% of the of the customers can afford to do that now, um, there's going to be a, a pretty big rollout of most customers being able to, you know, be able to flag specific things during calls. So, you know, for example, you know, we talked about that security issue, right? So if, if a customer is saying, you know, send me a new card and change my address, you know, we can flag those real time. We're going to be able to see sentiment real time. So if we see a, a customer who started with positive sentiment, but in real time, it's starting to move to a negative sentiment, which means their tone of their voice is changing. We're going to be able to hop on that line or we're going to be able to do something to try to fix that call, you know, as it's happening instead of waiting till after and going and talk to the agent and training the agent. So with the real-time analytics, it's basically going to change things from being reactive to being proactive. And the same thing with, uh, you know, we're going to be able to listen to calls of, of a customer who's, who has negative sentiment. And we're going to be able to change them. And we're going to be able to judge that more in real time um, to see, you know, what percentage of our, of our agents are doing that. So really cool tool from not only, you know, generating specific flagging, specific keywords that you want to listen for so that we can hop on calls and listen and, and understand what's going on there, but also understanding the tone of the agents in real time and be able to make, you know, those, those changes as they're happening instead of, you know, being in a reactive form. All right, number nine, you're going to see, I believe for the first time ever, finally, a revolution in higher trained associates. The technology that is out there now and that will be coming in the next five years is going to be pushing all of the low-end customer service contact centers, um, the lower-end type agents away because the, the technology is going to take that over and it's going to offer a better customer experience. What's not going to change is the high-end customer associate. You know, those organizations that really put a lot of time into their training uh, there's going to be a real differentiator that's going to be able to happen because you're going to be able to see those those high-end customer support agents you know, really take over. Um, and there's going to be, a, again, a differentiator between that and the technology. The lower end and the easier type stuff, right, type issues that come up, the technology is going to be able to take over, I believe, in the next, you know, five to ten years. So that's kind of what we're positioning ourselves here at Expedia 2 is we say we're a high-end USA contact center. You know, most of the trains that we have um, are, are four to six weeks. Some are as long as eight weeks, right? And so we think that those are going to be probably the last thing that's going to go. Um, so we really try to train up our agents as best as we possibly can, not only on the product knowledge, but, you know, on the, those sentiment things, right? Those those delightful things, those having the proper tone, saying the, the pleases and the thank yous, those types of things that make a make an experience a little unique, you know, maybe this is kind of a cheap plug. And to be honest, I needed one more. I got stuck on nine. <laughs> but I started thinking about this. And I think with all the technology that's coming out, it gets confusing, right? And I think you're going to see, from a high-end standpoint, outsourcing to become a little bit more prevalent. And I know that might go in the, the kind of the face of a lot of what people are thinking. Now, I don't think this is going to be more offshoring. And again, I don't mean to say this like I'm biased because I am a USA center. But I think that, you know, that high-end customer support agent is going to come into play um, for, for some of those companies that want to differentiate. If you want to go kind of the lower route with the technology, you know, you're going to be able to do that. But I think from a outsourcing the higher-end agent, that's going to happen. And also, it's confusing, right? Like if, you, if you're selling a widget or you're offering a service, but you don't do call center, look at all the things I just talked about. We talked about, 
you know, predictive behavior routing, analytics, real-time uh, routing, security enhancements, um, you know, less voice and how to get into advanced chat with augmented reality, you know, cloud conversion, you know, AI for, for your workforce management, your chatbot. There's so much stuff. Like, how can you do that? You're going to have to find an organization or a company that does all that stuff for you and can do it really, really well. And that's why I think kind of the outsourcing piece of this will, will kind of come into play a little bit more. So that's my uh, that's my crystal ball, guys. That's my look into the next you know five or six years. The top kind of ten things that I think are going to change or evolve the the call center industry. I'll do another one of these kind of maybe once a year. Uh, we'll just kind of see where uh, see where I'm falling behind or where I'm kind of spot on. Again, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts on this. If you want to, I'll post this this segment or this this podcast on the uh, Advice for Call Center Geek Facebook page, and maybe we can get some conversation going on some of the things that you guys think. I'd love to love to hear some of that again. I'd love to get a, a two-way conversation. But uh, in closing here, again, please like us on Facebook. Please check out more advice from a call center geek. I think it's a book that you guys are going to like. We again, we added about forty to fifty new pages to the to the uh, to the first book. That you know, go a lot more in depth to a lot of things we're talking about. And if you guys can please post a couple reviews, uh, either for the book or on the podcast, I really would appreciate it. All right, guys, that's uh, that's all I got for this week. Uh, I will talk to all of you next week. Thank you so much.